What up, people? Yo. What up? What up? Yeah. We here? Yeah. You got a kitty on your lap? Kind of jealous? I could tell you're jealous. I know. I've been staring at her. Yeah. I really uh, like that cat. She, she just showed up. Sometimes she's all right. Oh, she's a good kitty. But what up, people? What do we think of the fights last night? I'd say it was a decently or overall decent card. No. There were a lot of finishes throughout the entire card, starting at the prelims, and a lot of very good fights. Just looking at this, the UFC website alone, there's a lot of performance of the nights and bo- a lot of bonuses that were given out last night. There were four bonuses. Oh, yeah. They gave an extra one? Yeah. So, so who, are the, who are the winners of the bonus? Perfor- they were all performance of the nights. Nice. Song Yidong. Okay, yeah, for sure. Uh, Khalil Roundtree. Definitely. Um, uh, Cody Brundage. And Cody Brundage, which one was he, that? That was, was the flying knee early in the car. Early no, nah, he was the one that was getting absolutely cooked, almost got knocked out in the first round by uh, Dalcha Lungimula. Then he, got, he came back with Via KO, right? No, he submitted him. Guillotine. Guillotine, okay. Uh, so he won that one. And then Azmat Merkorakazanov, his knockout over Tafan Chuk, we got performance of the night. So four performance of the night bonuses last night. Nice. It's usually only three. It's usually three, yeah. Usually only three. That's what I'm I saying. Like so I like I like the fact that when they give out four, I feel like they should keep it at four or just keep it at seventy five thousand. Right. One or the other. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that as well. But so yeah, a very good card, as Kamora Sweep says. It was a very good card indeed. Yo, what up, Army Matt eighty one? He says Wagwan. What up? Oh, Wagwan. Wagwan. Um Kamora said Dober McKinney should have been fight of the night. Yes, that should have been. And I don't get why there's it no wasn't. performance bonus there. No, it was nothing, shocker, right? Shocker, shocker. First of all, in general, for Terrence McKinney in general, I don't think he's won a bonus in any of his fights. He's oh no, I don't think so. Wow, I remember. Yeah. I think I read it on Twitter yesterday. Got to keep him hungry, or someone Discord. Yeah, right. Got to keep him hungry. But um, that alone is absurd. But um, real quick before we even get into any of it, right? Chris, Chris Montino. Mm. Versus uh, Guido, Guido, Guido Canetti. Yes. What's the word? On on uh on Chris Montino. On Chris Montino, like I think we spoke about it a little bit on Friday, and it's like we saw. I think we saw what his UFC career might be. Yeah, and what's that? <laughs> Him getting beat up and knocked out. He got knocked out standing up, bro. He was. He was standing. His he's tough, man. And that's he is what it tough. Is. Shout out to Guido. He got it. He got it done faster than uh, Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley could. Yeah. Right? At forty two years old, also. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's probably more powerful than than O'Malley. Mm. But Chris, man, Chris got to got to move his head. He got to work on his defense, bro. Yeah. There's a lot there that that Chris needs to work on. Um, what's Guido Canetti? What's his? He's forty two. He's forty two years old. What's his record? Uh, let me pull it up. Hold on. And what was his last? Like, what was his last? He's, I know he's on. He was on a losing streak. Uh, but Guido Canetti nine and seven. Um, and he is. Let's see. Yeah, he's on a three fight losing streak. Damn. He was made his debut in twenty fourteen in the UFC. He is two. Well, now he's three and five. But he was two and five going into this fight in the UFC over Chris Montino. Y'all just making anybody like we just giving anybody <laughs> the, the like the the fame the fame we just giving it to anybody like uh and, basically and 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 we spoke about it before with 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 Guido right 
um, not Guido, with uh, Chris Montano, is that defensively, he I feel like Sean, Sean O'Malley is good. You know, mm-hmm. I talk Sean O'Malley up. I give Sean O'Malley a ton of cr- uh, credit. A lot of people talk Shit on crap him. about that dude. But like I said, most people can't look at something objectively without outside influences and have an own opinion for themselves. Mm. If you're looking at the skill for this kid, just straight up skill, that motherfucker is good. Mm-hmm. He's very good. Not to say he can't be beat. There's guys that can beat him, absolutely. But he's very, very good. And a guy like Chris Montano is going to amplify that skill if you put match, just stylistically, if you match him with someone like that. And the dude just walks forward, man. <laughs> just taking shots. He just doesn't know where he can or cannot be hit. And that's so important as a fighter to know. It's like, bro, you got to know where. I got to know where I could get hit, where I cannot get hit. Mm. You know, and some people, they just... They're in a fight, so they just view it as a fight, and they just view like I'm in the fire. I'm gonna get hit whenever I get hit. Yeah. I hit back, and I just, I'm just in the fire. But there is a level of sophistication to what we do, you know, and you got to respect that, man. And this man got to go work on his defense because <laughs> it's not gonna be nice here. Mm. That's it. Um, do we see him stick around? I mean, I'm sure he'll get another fight in the UFC. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, and two so far. Um, but I think we, he'll get another one. But if 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 he loses again, looking like that, or some getting finished again, I I doubt we see him. Any, there's no chance. I, I think he's cut. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, we will see with that. Um, you have a few comments. Uh, Jaden M said Moutinho shouldn't be in the UFC. Real Hasbula said punching bag. Well, that, that's a little harsh to say. Shouldn't be in the UFC. Mm-hmm. We don't know yet. I mean, it's easy to say that because of the guy he lost to, right? But. Again, I, I'd like to see it. The first guy he fought was a tough dude on short yes, notice. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Sean O'Malley is very good. The second guy that he fought, I don't know. So we, I, I mean, yo, it happens. looking at it, two it and happens. five in the UFC. That's that's yeah, not it, good. It looks that's, bad. Yeah. It looks bad. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It looks bad. But I want to see. I'll see him again. I want to see him again. Yeah, I think we do see him again. Let's see him again. I think he gets one more. Let's see what happens. Jonkins the pimp says, "Give him one more chance." I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah so let's see what happens one more time. And Chris, Chris Leslie said he he took a bad beating from O'Malley. He definitely needs to take a break. His chin might be shot from that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, also, that was a while ago too. Also, Wadi Wadi says just wanted to let Randy know Tom Breeze won his first fight in LFL. Hopefully, gets his head straight and go to the UFC again. Nice, nice. How did he win? I'm not sure. How did he win, Wadi? Let us know. I'm guessing TKO submission. I'm sure he finished. You think? I think Tom Breeze is a motherfucker. You you've talked about that. You said his. I've been talking Tom Breeze up for years, bro. Tom Breeze is a motherfucker. Tom Breeze is very good, but you know, just. Mental aspect 90% of this game. game is mental. You know what I mean? So that's what that's where he... Rear naked choke round two. Nice. Congrats. Congrats. Shout out to Tom Breeze. Do you think I have a tough mental? <laughs> I don't know. Phil, you stopped going to jujitsu after like a week. So no. What? Wow. What? Put my man on blast like that? Yeah. You gonna put him on blast? Yeah, we talking about? I was there. Where were yeah. you last week? I didn't sign up for jujitsu. Okay, that's what I thought. That that has nothing to do with uh, being mentally tough. That's just commitment. Either way. Okay. Would you think you think you're mentally tough? I would like to say so. Yeah. Yeah. You've been in the fire. I've been. Low key, I feel like you would be in the fire. You could. You wouldn't quit. Oh, I would definitely not. No, no, no. In yeah. the fire. In the fire. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what the I fire would, is. You yeah. know what the fire is. You seen the fire? You know what the fire is. How do you think he's doing like a gauntlet, like that type of fire? Oh. I would not give up. He wouldn't quit. I I'd be embarrassed. He'd, he'd look like shit, but he wouldn't quit. 
Probably. Hey, you know what? At least, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he quit. So shout out, shout out to to Phil. We'll set up a gauntlet. <laughs> also, you got a uh, hundred bits from Killer Beats. Let's Killer go, Beats with Killer. the beat bits, my boy. I appreciate you, dog. Um, one time for Killer Beats, man. One time yes. for Killer Beats. Uh, oh, Wadi God, said, "See the older guy who Phil was hand fighting. Is he more committed?" I <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've seen him. I've I don't know. Actually, I have no clue. I've seen him a couple of times. Neither of them are committed, <laughs> no, no, no. so that tells <laughs> they me they don't see each other. <laughs> I was say I didn't see him. I saw him once last week. Yeah, I don't know. So, <laughs> all right, next, next, next up. But I this Mont Montino. I want to see Montino. I want to see him back again one more time. Let's see. Why how do that. you want to see him one more time? Because we still don't really. We just like, don't know yet. We don't know how good he is. Or, I mean, I mean, not put it like that. I think I know how good he is, <laughs> right? I think we know how good he is, but I want to see like where. He stands. Where he stands. Like, like where's their potential for growth? Like, again, where his yeah. head is at? Like, what is he doing? Because once again, his debut, Sean O'Malley. Yeah. And then, if, say if this was his debut, we'd be like, all right, who the fuck is this guy? Nobody would care. Yeah, like, exactly. Sean O'Malley gave him a ton of fame off yeah. that last one. But it was up to him to ride that momentum. But what kind of fighter is he in general? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So I want to see. And I'm not going to judge him off of this. I know he's tough, but I've known that from the first time. But now I, I want to see... Something I want to see development, you know. Mm. That that Sean O'Malley fight was a while ago. Yeah, that was. That was so I want to see some development. And it looked like Chad didn't really like this Guido guy. Yeah, the Guido guy was a dick too. Yeah, afterwards. he was kind of yeah. He's like you know, him. he like shoulder bumped him and shit. You saw that? Yeah. He's like, Ew, why? If you already beat him, he's a weirdo. I don't know what that two and was five about. in the UFC now. Yeah, you. I don't know what that was about. That was weird. Uh, also, shout out uh, OG Mud cheered 100 bits and oh, Killer boy. Beats 145 bits. Let's go, bro. He said, I'm ready for May 7th, baby. Told my pops we he coming with me. We better watch Rude Boy knock some fool out. Let's go. <laughs> and Dabs for Dads just just uh, subbed. Mm. Dabs for Dads, my boy. Go What's up, bro? I'll take a dab for you. Yeah, I'll do I it. Appreciate you, I appreciate I'll take thank a hit of my pen. Thank you. Thank for you. you. Dabs for Dads. May 7th, we coming. We coming. We bringing Be the heat. ready. Mm -hmm. no. mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. What do we want to talk about next? What about uh, the... Never mind. Okay. You guys are just going to jump around, no? I mean, we can. I'll, we'll talk about random fights. Yeah, I don't think you need to go in any particular order. Uh, How did this play out? This is a fight that I missed. Um, Damon Jackson. Yeah, how did that, how did that go, guys? Uh, Damon Jackson is a very good fighter, I'm going to say. I mm -hmm. like him a lot. Uh, I think the first round maybe went to Kamala Kirk. It was back and forth. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the second round, Damon Jackson just put it on him. He just went out there, started landing like some big shots, able to get it to the ground. He submitted him. What did he sub him with? Uh, I don't remember. What was it? Let me see. Oh, wow. It wasn't a rear naked choke, I don't think. Let me pull up his shirt dog. Maybe it was an arm triangle? Aaron M said best him up oh, on yeah, the arm feet, triangle. then grappled him. Nice. Yeah, it was an arm triangle. Uh, but the first round was close, like I said. Uh, it, it was back and forth, but after that second round, he came out, dude. He looked good. I like Damon Jackson a lot. This guy's a he's always putting on a, like a good fight. He's always showing up with a twenty and four record too. That's Better impressive. Been around, amazing record. Um, yeah, he, he's he, all, whenever he fights, you got to tune in. Exactly, he's three and one so far since his return to the UFC. Only loss against Ilya Tapori he got knocked out, but yeah, I mean, he's still get, he, he's got two submission wins in those. So I mean, he's and Ilya Tapori is is a top no prospect. Slouch. Yeah, exactly, he's a top guy. 2K, he says, hello, people. What up, bro? What up, 2K? Um, also, Jaden M said, my brother's graduation is on May 7th. Going to be watching UFC during the whole thing. Hey, nice. let's go. 
Also, the producer's birthday is May 7th. Look at that. We got a lot of May 7th things going on. So happy birthday. On May 7th. (laughs) You know what would make it the happiest birthdays? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's not a lot of pressure or anything. So we got Trevor Jones versus Javid Basharat. This Mm. was a good fight. Basharat just... Just just overwhelms Trevin, Trevin, man, and just kind of just... Trevin was in there the whole time. He didn't you know? give up, yeah. He didn't give up. He was fighting, but he was fighting on the back foot, and Javid was just in his face, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of boxing him up. Yep. You know, what uh, else can we say for this fight? I think he just got... Javid was just a step ahead. Javid <laughs> just pushed him up against the cage, continuously walked him down, land yep. bigger shots in the exchanges, I mean, and, and that was that. Just looked like the better fighter. I yeah. feel like just the more well-rounded fighter as well in this fight. Yeah. Uh, um... Yeah, that, that was really – that wasn't – I mean, it's kind of – I think Trevin Jones has a lot of potential, mm-hmm. but we've seen him do not so well in fights. I think he's on a losing streak right now, a two-fight or three-fight losing streak. I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to see him do well. I mean, obviously, this guy made his UFC debut. This is a tough fight for him because he's obviously a good fighter. He's undefeated, 12-0 and 0 now in the uh, – 12-0. and 0. Mm-hmm. Um, But I want to see I want to see Trevin Jones do well. I, I like him as a fighter, but he's just had some tough goes. For sure. Um, Wadi said, "I love how you say jump about the car just to skip the women's fight." <laughs> <laughs> he's the number one. He is. He's a yeah. yeah. And he also him. said, "Ilya gets beat next week." Let's go, Jay Herbert. And Pat Q said, "Wagwan, bro." Oh, Pat Q, Wagwan, Wagwan. So this was a great fight that I, I definitely was watching. Watching this fight closely, Matthew Salmsberger versus uh, AJ Fletcher. AJ Fletcher is a newcomer to the welterweight division. Mm-hmm. The dude is, you know, hot prospect. He got a, a flying knee KO. Trains with Poirier. On his uh, contender series yep. debut. That's where he got the contract. Like you said, he trains with um, Dustin Poirier. So a lot of eyes on this dude. A lot of eyes on this dude. Um, unfortunately, his debut was spoiled by Matthew the- the sem- semi the Jedi Selmsberger. Um Matthew Selmsberger, man, what'd you, what what can we say about this dude? Nothing but good things. Yeah, he, honestly, he ever since he got into the UFC, he's been doing very well, knocking people out, getting yep. in, in good fights. Yep. Uh Chaos Williams, we spoke about that last week. That was that a was very good only, fight. His only loss is to Chaos Williams. Yeah. So and, far. And, and that's, then, that's a that's a top guy right now. Yeah, definitely. And then coming in and fighting a guy like AJ Fletcher, who has obviously is very undefeated. good. Undefeated. Undefeated, uh, a lot of hype behind his name. Great wrestler, and uh, he didn't. He he got one in there in the first round. Obviously, got taken down what like two or three times. Mm-hmm. That didn't really affect him at all. He got up, came out the next round, and just put hands on him. I mean, it was just a back and forth fight. Yeah, he weathered the storm exactly. Nicely. And what was cool for me to see is that Matthew Matthew said, "Okay, you're the wrestler, but I don't give a fuck." Yeah, he was taking the wrestler. Yeah, I was gonna down. say he took him down. He took at one him point. down and was on top. And you realize when he put AJ on his back, AJ didn't really have an answer for that. Yeah, and that's why you see in Matthew. Switch gears and just continue to do that. So this was a this was a tough fight for both of them. They both leveled up off of this fight. I think, um, I think AJ has a bright future as mm-hmm. well. Matthew Salmsberger is someone to keep an eye on. Yep. Um, yeah, he's I continuing think, to make a name for himself. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that um, I think that this this dude is gonna go far. You know, he he mixes it up well. He can definitely can strike and he can grapple. So uh, definitely somebody to keep an eye on mm. for sure. And with AJ Fletcher, I, I mean, 
I think he he'll do fine as well. We'll yeah. see him back in here. And he's kind of small though. Huh? You he, he, he should is, go down maybe. He's thick. Dude, he's, he's massive. Boy, but he's short. He's yeah. He's huge. Yeah. Look at his. It's honestly funny looking at his arms in this picture. It kind of looks fake. Yeah. Kind of looks like someone photoshopped him. <laughs> it's true, man. <laughs> it's true. His uh, his wrestling ability looked good though. I'll yes. give him that. He was he was looking for those uh those takedowns. He was charging in on them takedowns. He was uh relentless, but. Seems to be a little bit. Uh, I I'm gonna say one dimensional. I mean, maybe people won't won't agree with that because he throws. We saw him throw a spinning hook kick. He did. It so looked, they're yeah, gonna nice. throw in the word dynamic into that, uh-huh. but <laughs> that doesn't mean you're dynamic because you throw a technique. You know what I mean? Just one. You know, um, you got to be effective. Mm. So, and I think where he's most effective is in his wrestling Definitely. ability. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. That's uh, all I got. Kamara said a lot of guys will have a ten plus inch reach advantage over Fletcher at one seventy. Mm. Yeah, it's tough. For yeah, what's your reach? Mine's seventy seven. <laughs> and what's his? What's his? Let's see. Mine. Seventy seven or seventy eight, something like that. Mine's thirty. Thirty nine. No, thirty six, thirty seven. I did. Ch- I checked mine. I was curious. Is it in the 30s? Wait, was it in the 40s? Where was it? The no. solid was in the 60s. That's rough. Oh, wait, was it in the 60s? <laughs> 30s is nuts. <laughs> 30s is nuts. It was definitely the 60s. Maybe it was 63, and that's why I said 30s. 60, yeah. Are you a little person? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Kamar said it's 67. Uh, His reach is 67. And 2K said yours is 78. Silly Randy, he said. Also, like almost three feet. <laughs> also, Big John Stud said yo, and he I subscribed. Eight months, Big John, my boy, Big what up, John. Bro? What up, man? I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't seen Big John in a while. What's good, my boy? Aren't you in the Philippines? Yes, sir. How's the Philippines, bro? Oh, gee, I haven't even seen you in in Discord. Yeah, bro. right. Where you been? I want to get some Jollibee soon. Some oh, yeah, Jollibee. What's Jollibee? Jollibee is like the McDonald's of Philippines. Oh yeah, or like they sell fried chicken and like and like spaghetti, spaghetti. and hot dogs. <laughs> it's mm. Like very very interesting stuff. They sell everything. Okay, okay. Yo, key one wheel up. What up, bro? Oh my boy, Groose. Shout out to Groose one too. Uh, we just right. catching bodies on uh <laughs> on Rainbow Six. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You still Dang play that? Man. Today I do. When's the last time you played Warzone? Because I have not played. I'm telling you, in months. Yeah, like literally months. I haven't played that in forever. It's kind. Of, I feel like he's dead. Yeah, it's just it's just hackers playing against hackers, getting mad at other hackers. Yeah, it's and then stuff. hackers getting kicked off if you if you turn your hacks up too much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you just got to keep it at a, at a base <laughs> level so you even out with all the other hackers. Like they're not low. It's so stupid. Just stupid. It is so dumb right now. Uh, Big John said, "I am in the Philippines, heading to the states this April. School has me down bad right now." Oh shit! Where where are you going in America? But you could do it, bro. You could finish school strong. I believe in you. Also, Two uh, K said, "Wadi don't even know Superfly." True, that's wild. Mm. There's some people that yeah, people don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's the new. Why do you feel like Wadi been here forever though? Huh? It does feel like he's been here for a while because he's such a nuisance. That man it's is a. Uh, it's true. But anyway, we got next up. Next up, we got Alex Pereira versus Bruno yes. Silva. This is a. This was probably my the fight I was most excited for going into this card. Absolutely. I I was gonna bet if there was gonna be a knockout, it would be in this fight. Obviously, there was no knockout. Almost. I mean, twice. Almost. Twice, Bruno Silva got rocked and looked like he was about to be out. Um, Bruno 
Bruno surprised me, man. Mm-hmm. With he, the fact that he's tried to strike for that see, long. He kept the whole fight. He stood up Never, and swung with him. All them ground and pound finishes he has. He he didn't even try for a takedown like that. I mean, he tried a couple times. Attempted like, eight and only got down two. Um, but I don't know. And okay, ready? Here's what we're talking about. Kamora brings up the point. Pereira looked a lot more hittable than you'd expect. Remember, we were talking about this before the show. Yeah. Do you want to go into it? I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about here. Do you want to go I don't into know it? What I, I just go on these random fucking rants, right? Bro, the kickboxers, if you don't have an elusive style coming over from Dutch, that Dutch style, you're going to get punched in the face mm. because MMA is different. You mm-hmm. have the, the surface area of the boxing glove. When someone tees off on you, you can just cover up like this. And if you're tough, boom, 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 then it's your goal. Mm, mm. And then whenever someone does, you stay there. In MMA, you have to have good footwork. The difference between Adesanya and this guy is that Adesanya has great footwork and he has good head movement to move out of the way and be elusive. This guy is not elusive. Mm -mm. Very good. Very hard puncher. All right? Very good kickboxer. But you got to be defensive. Right. Right, and the yeah. defense is more than this is more than, <laughs> it's more than just this. Mm-hmm. Defense comes with a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this, he ain't getting tired of Sanya, bro. Mm-hmm. Man, it's not happening. I, don't I mean, so. even if he, he did, hits like a fucking truck, though. Yeah, he hits hard. As we saw last night, bro, he rocked Bruno Silva twice and almost put him out. But um, yeah, he was getting rocked though too. He was yeah. taking a lot of damage from Bruno Silva. Bruno 100%. Silva would throw a massive overhand right and just hit him, connect with it. And uh, I mean, obviously, Pereira's tough. He um. But still, we saw him get hit a lot, a lot in that fight. Chris Lesu said he said he wanted to put on a fight for the fans. He said he was he has fights where he takes people down, but he wanted to prove himself. But that doesn't take anything away from. That's what Chris said. Yeah, that's what Chris said. All right, Chris, you said what he said, right? He said so, I think it was. I think it was on his Instagram that he said that. What do you think, Chris? You believe it? Or you think it's a cover up? No, no, no. I just want to know what, what Chris did. That's what he said. But what did you see and what did you think? What do you think? You're asking me? Lion I'm Crusher asking said- Go. I'm asking Chris. <laughs> I hope he don't ghost me, but I'm asking Chris. Lion Crusher said, I think he gets to Marvin and gets washed. Thing is, this are MMA, the thing is, these are MMA gloves. Y'all got to remember. It doesn't matter how good a person is. Oh, this person is... I've seen... Not, the better fighter doesn't always win in MMA. That's just how it works. Chris right? answered, by the way. And I, I'm going to get to it in a sec. But... There's people with them little gloves, man. All you got to do is get hit. It does not matter. All you got to do is get hit. It's like a knife fight, right? This guy could be going to all these fucking classes. You ever see them dudes that 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 think that they've been in a knife fight? They'll be doing all this shit, right? And they'll disarm people and shit, right? All day. And they're nice. For real, they're nice. They go up against each other and they're nice, <laughs> right? Disarming each other and shit with the rough. And then a motherfucker just come out and just... From back here like this and just start swinging that shit like whoom and just running at you and just just like disregard every fucking thing that you're doing. Go ahead, disarm him. He's gonna kill you. You better <laughs> fucking run away, right? You go disarm him. Go ahead, because he's not doing what you expect him to. You sitting there practicing a motherfucker to come in like this, and you're gonna oh, <laughs> take the knife from him. No, he's Steven just running Seagal. at you like this, just swinging. Right then, that's that's reality. That's reality. So in MMA, it's as if the other person has a knife. Right, so you got to respect it. You got to re- be very like hypersensitive and to everything that's coming at you. You got to be able to move and deal with it. Not to say that you're not gonna get cut. You're gonna get cut. It's a knife fight, mm. but 
you can't just go there and just fucking stand in the front of a motherfucker and just be like, I'm not going to evade nothing. I'm going to just, I'm tough. So I'm going to just take that big slice across my neck. And but when I give him mine, I don't know if he's going to be able to take mine. That's the mindset of a lot of people. You know, it's like, I got I got this bomb. I'm tough and I got this bomb. It's more than that. It's a very risky game to play. Absolutely. As we just saw, talked about earlier, Chris Montino. There it is, right? Mm. Uh, Chris said, I don't know. I thought it was a bad game plan, LMAO. I was afraid for him. I would have rather seen him go for uh, GMP. What out? What? Okay, no. you're right. I would have rather what seen him go for ground Thurman and pound. What he did to Thurman was gross. Yeah. Oh, ground and pound. What he did to Thurman was And we're talking about uh, Pereira. We're talking about Silva. He was talking about Silva. Bruno. Oh, oh okay. Oh, I thought he was talking about um, Pereira. Pereira. Yeah. Bruno, I thought he should have gotten gotten him to the ground and. and I mean, did he more. he tempted. He did. He got it down twice out of eight attempts. That's a that's a decent amount of attempts. Yeah, true. I was surprised, but he only did it a lot of times. A lot of those takedowns came after he was hurt out of desperate, out yeah, of desperation, like clinching up or whatever. There was no like intentional shot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, I'm hurt now, so I need to clinch. I mm. need to get this to the ground. Whereas this, it's like, nah, I'm putting you on the ground. Mm. You know what I mean? Into intentionally, and I feel like. He would have did better off if he did that, you know. Definitely. But also, Pereira's takedown defense looked pretty good. Yeah, and um, he looked like more well-rounded. But I still feel like against a guy that that's more primarily a grappler, I feel like he might have some trouble. Someone in the chat said, "Feed him to Brunson." Feed. Oh, what happens? You think he beats him? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Brunson has zero hands. <laughs> Nah, no, that's not no disrespect. Listen, that's my dog. I right? tell him to his face, right? Brunson have zero hands. That's just fact. We all know this, right? But um, his wrestling ability is tremendous. Mm, that's we don't. If that fight happens, we just won't know. It's who can implement their game. Yes, who can? It's, if a month, if if he if Pereira swings and Brunson goes under it and takes him down, Pereira's fucked. Mm. If 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 Brunson shoots and Pereira stops the takedown and throws a piece, a combo. Brunts is fucked. That's how I see that. Mm. Mm. Um, Wadi said, "Okay, cool. Can we talk about when real men stripped Dober versus McKinney?" Hmm. That's the next fight. That's next up. Also, yeah, Aaron M said he's been working with Glover. I was gonna say I do like that Alex Pereira that he's in Connecticut training working with Glover Jitsu. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's that's not bad at all. All right, next. Um, but yes, next fight, possibly the craziest fight. The craziest one round of the night, uh, Drew Dober versus Terrence McKinney. Mm-hmm. Bro, Terrence McKinney. I'm a fan now. I would, right never, I would never bet against Terrence McKinney Dude, again, ever. Terrence McKinney, I mean, that's it. For this me. guy's an animal. Yeah, he's a beast. This guy is an, a- an absolute animal. Take I see sh- why he got all them first round finishes. Ex- right? Bro, it's insane. It's it's actually crazy. He almost knocked him out in the first fifteen seconds of the fight. Twice, yeah, twice. Shout out to Drew Dober. Obviously, he won the look, fight. Look and at that fucking quagmire chin. Bro. I know. Come that's on. insane. That's a fire hydrant. That's insane. Yeah, that is Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, you know Buzz Lightyear. He, yes. like, yeah, he does like Buzz He's Lightyear. He's human Buzz Lightyear. That's what there's I'm no other. There's nobody else that's gonna take that kind of punishment that early and still be in the fight. Um, so shout out to him. He's tough. Shout out to Drew Dober. Um, Sign but, but you know what? This was a win in my book for Terrence McKinney. I would say so. This I was mean, a win. Bro, he, he basically knocked His him out stock twice. stock still went up. Yeah, he went into a crazy-ass fight. Did show Prove that he can do what he's been saying he's done and has done in the past, getting yeah. at least first-round finishes. He just went out there and did it in almost 15 and seconds. I think that the pressure of getting the first-round finish got to him. Mm. I feel like 
the pressure of um and it showed just a little bit of inexperience he's young you know what i'm saying so it just showed a little bit of inexperience as well the fact that he shot his load mm, yeah, that was it out. he was he got tired you know what i'm saying the fight started and, and he just got tired and that's he gave everything early on to get him out of there and you can see it even when he was throwing those spinning back fists he threw the kitchen sink at drew dober it's drew dober nothing. ate it drew dober's head is the kitchen sink <laughs> so mm-hmm. i don't For know real. i don't he just he just he just weathered the storm of of Terrence, you know, and Terrence was was Terrence just blew his load, man. Yeah, he, he shot his load and he was tired. He didn't he have nothing else. Even he was obviously wasn't out. Like you you could tell the, when he was on the ground. When he, he was hurt, the knee hurt him, but then you could see he just accepted the position. Exactly. He covered his he, head yeah. and just accepted. He was waiting like, for the ref to right, call he's it. Like, All right, I'm yeah. done. But I mean, bro, he's still a beast. Both of these future, guys. Future is bright for Terrence though. There's no doubt about that. Um uh, Aaron said short notice competed two weeks ago two weight cuts in two weeks yes that's also a factor OG Mud said Dober is a crimson chin <laughs> yeah also you know Dober had I think this was his 18th or 19th UFC appearance yeah that's crazy yeah you gotta respect it around for a long long time you gotta respect it um Riz- Hasbullah said Terrence went super saiyan 4 Yo, he, the fight started. He just ain't wait. He, yeah, he won right to it. Do you think that the pressure of him getting all these first round finishes, and everyone always talking about him breaking records and shit, like you think he was just like the pressure of all of that? Because he's a guy that's like, oh, I see him always on Twitter. Yeah, he's he always is. involved with the fans. He's always tweeting talking a lot. Shit. Yeah. So, do you think that pressure got to him? Mm. Could have. Like, I want to go out there and just. I mean, it could have maybe, and that's why he went crazy. Especially when you trying to get that finish. When you care too much about the fans, like this is a guy mm-hmm. you can see, he's like back and forth. With he's people devoted, talking yeah. to people, and it's like I respect it, you know, because I, I, in a sense, I'm involved with the fans. But some, what is too much? Sometimes it's too much. You don't <laughs> think it's too much? Sometimes him, the dude who's walking out and he's he tweeting, yeah, it's yeah. about to go down. Yeah, right? that's what he does. Yeah, nigga, you better <laughs> focus on your fight. Like, what do you get off Twitter? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. But whether <laughs> they that, showed his tweet, whether whether <laughs> whether out. that um, contributes to him winning or losing, him tweeting that doesn't mean anything. Is like you know what I'm saying? But what it means is like, are you do you, ultimately does it give does it put so much pr- extra pressure on you because all these random people that you talk to and so it's like you know and you you kind of like develop like quote unquote relationships with people right. and like you're talking to everybody your friendships you know, you. You feel all this pressure, unnecessary pressure. Whereas if you were just like, man, fuck these people, mm. you know, I'm just gonna go get my bag, right? right. It's like, because you know, th- these people are gonna say whatever, right? They're gonna they're gonna come and they're gonna troll and there's idiots that are gonna say whatever. So even the people that you talk to on a daily that were cool with you, when you lose, now they're the same ones talking shit to you, mm. you know. So it's like, do you? I feel like he should have not give a fuck. Should just like stay off of that for a little bit and just go fight. Mm. And then there's no pressure of anything. It's just it's you or your family. And, you know, your bag, bro. Go get your bag. You know, that's it. But he loves it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Haspula said, nah, I think he just went for the kill. OG Mud said, Terrence looked very nervous, in my opinion. I kind of agree with that, but we'll go back to that. Jonkin said, I don't know if it was pressure. He seems pretty easygoing. More so, he's just a psycho, and that's his mentality towards fighting. <laughs> uh, Haspula said, I love it. Wadi said, we'll get back to Wadi. Um, and Hasbulla said, "If he wasn't that way, no one would know him." If also, he did what? If he wasn't that way, no one would know him. No, they would. I mean, he would be. There would be less fans, but people would still know him because of his fighting ability. The dude is breaking records. Mm. You know what I'm knocking saying? Knocking people out. Knocking people out. Also, digging dirt said, "I think he just thought he had it when he hurt him, and he went too hard." 
And Dial said, I think it's also that he's dependent upon those types of finishes. His style really unravels if those big moments don't play out. That's what I'm saying. Where, But I feel like that shows inexperience. A more measured, if he took a more measured approach, Mm -hmm. like, all right, well, after that first time, you drop him. Drop him the first time, boom, you don't get the finish. You come back up. Settle in. Mm. And you see that from from more experienced guys. And he's talking about guys that he looks up to, like Anderson Silva, yada, yada, yada. Anderson Silva was the king of this. And I'm, I always tell y'all, this is something that I, another huge reason why I love Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva would fucking rock your shit. Hmm. Push your shit the fuck in, right? And you'd be sitting, you'd be there on Bambi legs, like for a full five seconds, just you, you, the cage is sideways to you, right? And Anderson Silva is not running in at you and jumping on you. He's just looking at you like, uh huh, I know. And guess what? All night. I did it, yeah, and I meant to do it. That was an accident. So I'm not going to go, oh, shit, I got him, and I'm going to run it. No, I know exactly what I just did. Mm-hmm. Now, that, prepare for that all night. So there's no rush, baby, right? And he's just looking at you. That is the scariest fucking thing ever. Mm. If somebody buzz me, right, and they just run at me when they buzz me, I'm like, oh, God, thank you. I'm going to clinch him, right? It's giving me opportunity. But if a motherfucker buzz me and then just... Ring my bell and then look at me. He knows I'm visibly fucked up. And he just looks at me and is like, uh-huh. Smiles. Like, uh-huh. I know. Right? And just inches forward like this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're like, shit. This dude is, he's, he's, he, he's so measured. He knows what the, he's calm. I'm, that's going to put me in a panic. He's a killer. He's a killer. Same way. I say it again. Adesanya did the same thing recently in his fight against Whitaker. These are the guys who are at the higher level who are more experienced, right? You notice these guys do this more. The guys who are inexperienced, they usually unravel and run in. Mm-hmm. Look at, and he did it to Robert Whitaker in the last fight. Mm-hmm. Adesanya dropped him on his butt at the end of the round. Did he run in at him? No. He looked at him and went like this. <laughs> he said, he said, calm, calm, calm down, calm down with his hands. I was like, wow. That's that shows you someone is in full control and mm. full understanding of the moment, mm-hmm. right? It, if this fight feels like sparring to them, mm. when when you reach that level where the fight is not adrenaline and it's not like ah, oh, I gotta go, I got you remember you remember right, for instance, I know I'm talking a lot, but you remember um, you remember uh, Mike Perry had an interview, and in the interview he was like. When he's talking about his coaches, like, go, Mike, you got to mm. go, you got to go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, faint, 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 faint. And he's like, fuck but that, you, you go. go. Yeah. I'm not going. You know, and it's like, you see how he described the moment? You see how, like, high intense? That's 90% of the fighters. Mm. That's 90% of the guys that fight in the, in the octagon are. They're just like, it's rage. And it's like, it's, it's this anxiety. level of, like, anxiety. And it's just like, ah, ah. And that's why fights end up like that. And that's, I think that's what happened to Terrence McKenney, guys who are more inexperienced. Mm. The guys at the highest level of striking, they are extremely calm. When everything's happening, like look at Jalen Turner the other night. Another guy that said he looked up to Anderson Silva, right? Jalen Turner was so calm in those exchanges. That dude was throwing fire at his head, mm. right? And he was just calm. From I would like to see him move his head a little more from my, from my liking, right? But that's neither here nor there. But I feel like the dude was super calm. You see what I'm saying? And the higher level guys, they tend to be very tranquil in those moments and just in control of the moment. And I think that's where Terrence McKinney fucked up. And I feel like I hope he, because he, his stock only went up. So I hope he takes the time to study that and sees that and say, all right, next time I'm going to just relax. Slow down. Slow I down. don't need another first round finish. Yeah, I don't have to finish everything in the first round. But also that's. <laughs> Although it would be nice. 
Yeah, of course, but that's like confidence. So that comes with confidence. When you're confident that you can get that knockout in round three if you need to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, you don't have to run at somebody. But, like, uh, who was it? Shout out Meatballs, also gifted sub. Meatballs, the gifted, one time. Uh, OG Mud, he said he thought he looked nervous. I felt the same way. To me, it looked more of like, like, all right, let me get the shit over. Like, I got to get it. I have to do it. Like, you know, like how I say Nico Price fights, kind of like, Oh, let me. I have frantic. To, frantic. Super frantic. Survival mode. Like shit that doesn't make sense. I'm just coming. Duh. Hopefully this works. It's like, not that it doesn't make sense. Things make sense for them. No, no. I'm just saying like. That's, that it looks like that for you, but it makes sense to them, but it's just a frantic pace because it's the level of being nervous. And everybody's nervous. I'm not sitting here fucking dissecting everybody like I'm the fucking <laughs> flawless. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm saying is everybody's nervous. I'm nervous. We're all nervous, right? I am. We are. I know you're nervous. <laughs> Everybody's nervous, but it's a matter of, you know, you getting butterflies, like they say, getting those butterflies to fly in formation. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you just just how you deal with it. Some people can't channeling the energy. Yeah, look at uh, we just spoke about Tom Breeze earlier. Tom mm. Breeze was in the tunnel and turned around because you know his mental. He has a panic attack. It's mm. like yo, I can't do this. It's a level of anxiety that a lot of people will never ever experience. You know, and not everybody could deal with. But when you get in there, it doesn't just go away. For some people, it does. But some some people, it doesn't. When you fight, for me personally, my personal experience is different from everybody else. Everyone has there. For me personally, I'm nervous as shit. Hmm. But when I get in there, all my nerves are gone. When the moment now we're fighting, I'm doing the thing that I do every day. Mm. So it's like, it's not a big deal for me. You know what I mean? Whereas everyone on the outside is going to make it bigger than what it is. Even I have coaches that make it bigger than what it is. And I'm like, you guys, chill. Like, chill. Get off of me. Ugh. Like, <laughs> stop. You're nervous. Like, don't project to me. Get off of me. Uh-huh. And sometimes that that happens, right? That happens. But everybody's different. So the guy that, that fights, there may be a guy that's fight. He's fighting nervous when he get in there. He may be nervous. There may be another guy that's not nervous. But we all get nervous. But in the fight, we all deal with it differently. Mm. You know, that's it. Also, I wanted to get to this first time chat from viewer Nakmoy510. Moy, Ayo, I've been hard 69. Huge fan, bro. Loved your fight against Jared Golden. Kicked his chin into orbit. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, thank you. That was a very good fight. A great performance, if I do say so myself. Um, Pia says, touch and go. You think the feeling comes back after you gas like that? Oh, that feeling. That's what? a good question. Now, the feeling of nervousness. Yes, it does come back. Absolutely. If you're the nothing scarier than you being tired, completely gassed and a motherfucker standing in front of you fresh coming, coming for that ass. Mm-hmm. Balls, <laughs> right. And you just sitting there like, damn, I'm tired. Mm. Yes, there's a level of anxiety that can creep up on you there, but it's different. You know, it's different because. You're not as fidgety. You're not as like you unravel, you'll fall apart. I've seen guys fall apart. I mean, it's happened to me, right? I mean, it's happened already, so we could talk about it, right? Mm. When I fought um Vicente, mm. right? I was gassed in the first round. Mm. Right. And I had a horrible weight cut. The whole situation was just shit. Mm. Right. The camp was shit. And I gassed. I was your camp. Now you did a good job. You did, I'm sorry, I was not a shout out. You no, I know, I know. Thank you. Thank you, my, my, my good friend uh, Phil, for helping me out in that camp. That was early COVID. That was first, that was first COVID, early yeah, COVID. That was crazy. But um, I'll tell you what. When I'm tired, 
and I'm, and then you're looking at a guy in front of you fresh and you're dead tired. That is a scary feeling. But you know what happens? Mm. After that is how you deal with that after, right? For me personally, I am deathly afraid every day. So now like the theme of my camps are like you cannot get tired mm. at all costs. Mm. There is no excuses for you to get tired. You must not get tired. Mm-hmm. Because even my style is based off of a lot of twitchiness and being explosive mm. and lots of movement and shit and faints and all that shit, right? So you can't get tired. If you're tired, then you're fucked. You have n- all my weapons are gone. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I'm fresh, if I still have my cardio, then I'm good. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Mm. So for me, what happened to me after that is made sure I, I always now make sure I, I don't get tired out. So I'm scared to, to death of getting tired. Or being not in shape going into a fight. Mm. And for me personally, that's why I don't take short notice fights. Mm. Um, 2K said, one time for that spinning elbow from hell. Yo, <laughs> he saw, he you saw, saw it. it. I said, bro, ate that shit. That's all I had. <laughs> that's all I had. I was like, it's funny. I told you the story. I caught his leg and I was like, all right, I'm so tired. I'm like, all right. I just spin. I, I gave and my you, last push. You, they, don't throw you, those. you know what they say? They say, they say, um, a candle burns its brightest right before it goes out, right? And I just said, all right, here we go. I just spun as hard as I could. I said, Ugh! And it's funny. So when I spun, it all played out in slow motion to me in my head. I made connection. And I said, yeah. <laughs> but even though I made it kind of high, it wasn't like low on the elbow. So it was a little jam, but still. It was a good shot. And I turned around and said, yes. As I came around, if you slow down the video and watch me spin, I fully turn around and look down on the ground like this. I just saw feet firmly planted <laughs> into the canvas. I expected to see a body at least. At least him down on the knee or something, right? I started to come up slowly. I see his knees, come up waist, chest, and I just see his face. It's a big smile. Oh and a trickle of blood come down like this, and he goes, good shot. I'm like, ah, oh, you motherfucker. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I'm like all right. Instantly I knew. I was like, all right. Damn. You got this one today. <laughs> you got this one today. <laughs> Damn, bro. That's crazy. I do remember that, though. Oh, man. Holy shit. Also, I have to say, Hasbula uh, got, he redeemed push-ups, 10 push-ups for 50,000 points. Oh. <laughs> um, so, Phil, he said, you got to do it. So, I do push-ups? Yeah. Or I said, handy in camp. Handy in camp. You don't know I don't do these push-ups on, on the show. I do them for a game stream, though. I got you. I owe you 30. I'll do your push-ups. Not right now, though. There you go. Fake. It's fake. I got to take those off. Now they're calling me like a, yeah, a scam artist. They've been. Like but they just keep spending it on it. <laughs> oh, Paul Return Stronger said, Phil, I'm calling you out. Let's roll BJJ. Oh, shit. Is this my first opponent? Mm. It could be. You a bitch, bro. Phil, <laughs> Phil's still on his second day of BJJ, though. So, it's like, you got to build him up day. a little bit. <laughs> also, when Tenor said, bet when our game streams, then. <laughs> Wednesdays, Wednesdays, Wednesdays. <laughs> Wednesdays. Wow. Aye, aye, aye. Um, okay, let's move on to the next fight. What do we got next? Another good fight next. Shout out to Khalil Roundtree, man. Yes, this is a very good fight for Khalil. And Shout his, out to Khalil. His speech at the end, too, is so nice. The performance is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It feels weird bigging up Khalil. Carl calls the homie. Carl is someone that I've trained with, you know, um, for a while. Carl's mm. a dog, man, and ton of potential, ton of ton of ability. 
and it just it just didn't it just wasn't his night. It just didn't, didn't pan out. His and it's, I feel like Khalil Roundtree was just it was just his. It was his moment, man, all the way around. It was just his moment, and I respect both these dudes so much. But Khalil's Roundtree's story, his speech afterwards, is just. You got to respect it. Mm. You got to respect it. The performance, you got to respect. So mm-hmm. it feels weird bigging him up and talking about, right, as he, he beat a friend of mine, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But it is what it is, and we got to talk to, I got to, I feel like it's just weird. It's just weird to me talking about it because, you know, I'm here talking about how great he did when he TKO'd my friend. But <laughs> but I mean, he he did well. He did well. It he looked did, fucking good, Yeah, man. he really did. It looked did. good. It looked good. And- the speech, the story, everything. He was super emotional. I felt him, man. Mm. I felt him. I mean, I he felt him. Yeah. He, what can you say? What What, what he say? He was like three hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Like just depressed. basically like just depressed. Every didn't want to do anything. Just miserable. Felt like he didn't matter. Exactly. Contemplating taking his own life. Mm. You know, he wants to be seen. He said he didn't want to wait till he's champion to tell his story. So he wants to tell his story, but he wants to be heard. Mm. He feels like you know, now's the time. This is his opportunity to be heard. So. Let me let it out and be heard. Mm. So good for him. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. You know, getting his story. He says he's meeting a lot of people, being in New York, and he wants to write a book, and he needs publishers, and he's you know. So he took his platform and seized an opportunity. Closed mouths don't get fed, mm-hmm. and he he created his own opportunity. I'm sure there's a ton of outreach right now. To oh, him. I can guarantee. Yeah, he probably got so many fans last night. Absolutely. So, um, not to mention the performance. The performance was sick. Mm. The performance with the, he just brought a level of intensity. You could see the pain in the way he fought. I feel mm. like what he was so focused and the ferocity in the punches that he threw. Everything was a big middle finger on everything that he threw. Everything he threw was just super mean intention. Even when somebody's down, he was super creative too. When a guy's down on their knees in MMA, we usually see someone jump on the back, mm-hmm. go on him and try to pound him out real quick. He was down there. He stomped him. He he teeped him while he was on the ground, like body kicked him. It was like yeah, sure. He threw like that's like yeah. some street shit. That's like yeah. I'm fighting somebody in the street. You fight somebody in the street, you getting jumped. You ain't gonna jump down and start ground and pounding somebody, right? Because hmm. the boy might hit you from the back. You're gonna and and he was stomping. He stomped him, bro. It was crazy. It was crazy to see. So um, you know, shout out to shout out to Khalil Roundtree, man. Also shout out to Carl Robinson. I hope to see him back. Mm-hmm. You know, but um. Beautiful performance by Roundtree. Khalil almost rocked him with a soccer kick while he was down. Like, he kicked him in the body with. The I know it was just sick. It was so sweet. I thought he was going for the head. I was like, "Holy shit!" And then he landed right in the ribs. Yeah, he kicked and then stomped. Us. Shit. Yeah, that was but sick. His message is beautiful, and I I would like to. He super. He got super emotional. There's a lot of stories in this in this game, and I would love to see a lot more fighters come out and tell their stories. And a lot of times, people don't care about your story until mm. you're somebody. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. You tell that same person a story, and it's like, wow, that's cool. Then you become champion, and you tell the story, and it's like, oh, my wow, God, it's so inspirational. True. And it's like, damn, right? Nobody gives a fuck about your story to yeah. you, somebody. Yeah. So we all got a story. But I feel like he he took the stage at the moment and was just like, yo, y'all going to listen to my story. Mm. I'm going to tell y'all my story. Y'all going to hear it. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did. It was great. Mm. Shout out to him. Chris says, uh, hard not to like Khalil, but he's been doing those body kicks to ground opponents since the Ultimate Fighter is so dope every time he has an opportunity to land them. Mm. Kamar says that soccer kick to the ribs, like he owed him money. Word. 
when you have somebody down like that, it's, it's interesting because most you don't really get an opportunity to soccer kick somebody to the body unless right. you're completely dominating them. Just rocking them like that. There's nobody that's just going to be on their knees in front of you for you to kick them in their body unless unless you teed off on them already. You know what I'm saying? And like they just like crumbled up and you just like give them that shit for like for good measure. Mm. You feel me? Like there's when are you think about it? When are you ever going to be able to put someone in that position? Yeah, there's no like no way. There's <laughs> no way unless you 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 rocked this shit already, and, and then they're they're already down. Pushed yeah. they're down and already pushed in their down and covered. Because no, you can't take someone down, boom, put them on, and then stand up and, and kick them. Right? No. <laughs> so, like, for you to do that, if you've been doing it, that means you've been hurting motherfuckers. Yeah. And he's down there, and you're like, I ain't grappling with you. You're still just stomping him. Like, that's crazy. And he has intense. So, shout out to Roundtree. Seriously. Shout out to Roundtree. Oh, our camera went out. Our camera is out. It'll be right back. Do not worry, people. Um,. Yes, but we can move on to the next fight. Sadiq Youssef and Alex Cassettis. This was a uh, this is honestly a pretty back and forth fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sadiq Youssef just kind of controlled the octagon more. I feel like. I mean, and yeah. Sakaris looked good though. Yeah, he did. He looks. I mean, every Sakaris time he fights, he, he, um, yeah, much improved. Lots of movement. Lots of footwork. Um, good angles. He's dipping his head off to the side. He's very elusive. Super hard to hit. The problem is, I felt was the low kicks. Mm. The low kicks are like the low kicks kind of was, was the inside low, low kicks was giving him a hard time, mm-hmm. and that's where it started. Sadiq started to just stick with those, and it started to give uh, knock Alex off balance and give Sadiq an opportunity to let off the combinations, mm. you know. But uh, besides that, I thought Sadiq looked measured. Uh, typical S- Sadiq, constant pressure coming forward, tight combinations, good hands. Yeah, he's. Um, couple times i thought alex was going to take his back took him down a few times but um sadiq was just too strong and it just you know he saw it coming yep it was a great performance by sadiq yusef though absolutely um but does that since alex Caceres, he's 15 he fought 12 the 12 ranked sadiq yusef he doesn't lose any spot does he um i'm not sure i don't think so i imagine he just stays at 15 yeah yeah but Excited to see uh, Sadiq Youssef, whatever he fights next, whenever he fights next, honestly. Yes, sir. Um, co-main event, Marlon Marais versus Song Yudong. Bro, Song Yudong. The real deal. Is a beast at 24 years old. Real deal, bro. He is so good. The real deal. The real deal. Those hands are clean. The precision is good. Strong as fuck. The power is powerful, there. The yeah. speed is there. Um, what can you say? Marlon Moraes did not move his feet. Mm. Defense, and again, I cannot stress this enough to the young people watching this that want to fight, young in the game, and you're looking to fight, or you're just starting in the game. Defense is huge, man. And MMA, we don't practice defense in MMA. Mm. You know, it's, it's, listen, not to say you're not going to get hit, but you got to understand that once you're covering, you have to move your feet. Your feet have to move as well. You know what I mean? This is John Jones. Long out of Sanya type of dudes that could get away with doing this shit, right? But if you're if you're if you're if a guy has the same reach as you or just in general, please def- if if you're being attacked and you have to be defensive, move your feet. Defense being defensive is not about just covering up. You gotta be keep your eyes open. You gotta see the punches. You gotta be move your feet, move away. Don't not straight back. You gotta move laterally. You gotta pick your pick your exit. And Marlon Marais just he didn't move. He just mm. stood there. Extended his arm, went like this, 
and Song Yadong do a combination. I don't even remember what the combination. I think it was hook two. It hit him with the right. Uppercut. Yeah, it hit him right? with the right, like behind. Same side, and it came with the uppercut, and then and that was it. Bro, that was nice. Perfectly executed. Song Yadong is a savage, man. Mm. His dude is pres- his great, great feet, good precision, good speed, good punches, no tell on his punches. This dude has a bright future. I cannot wait to see um, what's next for him. But he just beat the number 10 guy. I'm assuming he'll break into the rankings now of the number 10, top 10. I think right? he's number 14 right now. So he's going to top 10, yeah. He yes. definitely is going to take uh, Marlon's spot. Um, and at 24, bro. This guy's the limit. Yeah, this guy's a beast mode. Now, for Marlon Marias, what do we think about him? Because this is... Uh, I this think is fourth loss in a row. I believe so. This is, is one in three. We've been seeing the down title, right? We've been seeing the downfall of Marlon Marais, uh in recent years. I would say his last win is is it not over the champ? Yeah. Oh no, it was over Jose Aldo. I'm I'm bugging. You beat uh, Jose Aldo. Yeah, in Ow. 2019, split Ow. decision. Mm. Um, and he's been on a four five losing streak since then. How old is he? 33. Not not very old. That's like it's, it's crazy. He's been taking a lot of damage though in some of these fights. Yeah, I mean getting knocked out. Um, yeah, I don't I don't I I get four fight losing streak. That that is tough. I mean he was once fighting for the title. Yeah, and now he's you know that's tough. It's that's crazy tough. how quick it changes. Yeah, and then the level of guys that he's fighting now are exactly. And you look at his look at his last four losses. Corey Sanhagen, Rob Font, Marab, and now Song Yudong. Mm. So, well, shout out to shout out to Song Yudong. That's big power, man. Yep. That's huge power. Um, dude is fast. Punches are clean. No tell on his punches. I like this dude. I'm a fan. Mm. I can't wait to see what's next for him. What do you think? Who do we match him up with next? Let me pull up the rankings right now. UFC got to be top ten. So let's just see anybody in that top ten. All right. Here we go. We got 10 will be Song Yudong. Pedro Munoz, Marlon Vera, Dominic Cruz, Marab, Rob Font, Corey Sanhagen, Jose, Winner of TJ, Rob Font. Peter Yan. Winner of Rob Font versus... Uh, or, how about this? Ready? Song Yudong versus number seven, Dominic Cruz. And then he fights into the top five. Cause that's who's Dominic Cruz's last fight. Pull up Dominic Cruz. Who's Dominic Cruz's last win against? Uh, wasn't it against um, what's his name? Let's see, hold on. The guy that said that thing about the female fighter. Uh, no, that's Casey Kinney. Uh, Pedro Munoz, December twenty twenty one. I don't know. I kind of before that. Before that was Casey Kinney, twenty twenty one March. And then he lost to Cody Garbrandt in 2016 when he lost the belt. And then Henry Cejudo in 2020 when he got that flying knee. Okay. Yeah. I like that then. I like that matchup. Mm. I would say that would propel Song Yudong and then even closer. Yeah. I like that. And it's fresh blood. Exactly. It's fresh blood for that division. Mm. I like it. Song uh, Yudong can fight Marab. <coughs> mm. Yeah. Oh, Pierre said bro called out Cruz in English. He had the team alpha male call out ready. Damn. There you go. There you go, bro. That's the one. Perfect. Okay. Now, up next, the main event, we had Thiago Santos versus Magomed Ankalaev. 
Um, I mean, Magomed on call. I feel like we just called. We knew this one was gonna happen. I feel like well, Magomed. I feel like he really had no danger at all in this fight. Yeah, we seen uh, Thiago play the cage a lot. Yeah, it's kind of just uh. So he dropped uh, he dropped uh, Thiago dropped Mag- Magomed. I believe what round was that? Second or third? Mm, yeah, I'm not sure. And then that was pretty much the most um. The most he did in that fight, he mm. just spent most of the time skating on the outside. I feel like Magomed was just, they both were kind of measured. They both were real careful of each other's power. So that's what you get when you get two powerful guys, right? So Makes for a boring fight. Yeah, they kind of just, Thiago skated against the outside and, and looking for look for counters, and Magomed kind of just stalked him and just picked at him. Mm. I mean, that's pretty much which that was, was the story of the fight. As I say, which was expected. I feel like we, we knew that I was coming into this fight. Yeah. Magomed was going to have the more clean striking. The yeah, was going to try and look for those big power shots. But, um, I mean, wasn't too much of a great fight or a great main event. But what's next for Magomed then? Because he's tanking. What 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 is uh, he's number six? He's probably going to move up one or two. So he, I'd say he'd be at five. So if he's top five now, he's got Anthony Smith, Alexander Rockick, Jerry Prashaka, and John Blahovich. We've talked about Alexander Rockich might be his toughest test. Yeah, I think Rockich is his toughest test there. But uh, I think he beats Anthony Smith. Yeah, and does Anthony Smith book? It's four. I Anthony Smith is not booked. I think he's going to try to fight. They're gonna, his management is going to try to actively um, get, that? get that fight. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to seek that fight. Instead of sure. Rockich. Instead of Rockich. Is Rockich booked? I don't believe so. The only people that I think are booked are Jerry and Glover Teixeira. Mm. Uh, Jan Blahovich, I think, is fighting someone as well, but I don't know. So maybe maybe it is Alexander Rockich. I'm not sure. Foggy Raw with the prime, my boy. Uh, thank you. What up, bro? How you doing, son? Appreciate you. Seventeen months. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. Oh yeah, Wadi said Rockick versus Jan Smith versus Hill. Someone says Smith versus Hill. Mm, Jamal Hill. I like Jamal that Hill's too. at ten. Anthony Smith's at four. Does Smith Smith get that? Does uh, Jamal get that though? I don't think so. I think he'll fight. He'll probably fight like Dominic Reyes or something, or maybe they'll put him with Magomed on Clot. Actually, no, because he'd be uh, fighting back. Yeah, he's he's not fighting back. I think he's coming off a, a maybe a win, and he's on a good like his trajectory. Is like, you know who he's gonna fight? Who? Volkan Uzdemir, because they were talking shit to each other. Volkan on Twitter, he said he wasn't impressed. He's like, I'm still not impressed by this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I they'll know. set I don't that know up. If Vulcan wants that. Vulcan's number eight, and Jamal Hill is number ten. Um, Liam said Hill said on Bisping's podcast that he will fight the top when he has a new contract. Who? Hill. Jamal Hill said. Oh, so but he's number ten. I don't know. He'll fight the top. I don't know. The top must be even top five or something. That money. Uh, Jonkins of him said Uncle Live counter striking head heads crisp his hello Chris I can't see there's a thing in the way oh hello crisp his risk assessment isn't all the way there but I'd much rather my fighter be overly cautious but consistent in that than be like a Cody Garbrandt that's fair um well that is the card then we can talk about some news right here do it so the UFC has released Brazilian heavyweight Carlos Felipe following his second USADA suspension. 
And now remember. Is positive again? Yes. Got to do with the brawler tattoo on his face? Yeah, well, I was just about to say, remember, he just got a face tat that says brawler under his eye. Um, I feel like that's tough. Why? Got released from the UFC. And then he, he just got, got a face tat. Because <laughs> you know he did that to be like, he was trying to. He was doing get a, some swag out of it. He was doing a good job. He was like you know. dressing up uh, he, differently. He was blonde like hair, blonde hair. He got the listen. He, which is smart. Like a lot of fighters don't understand to market themselves well. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's great. He did. It. I like it. People see you doing that, and then they're like, ah, uh, they come down on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, nah, this guy's doing the right thing. That's what you want to do. But the problem is, you got to be able to fight and back it up. You can't test positive for steroids twice. <laughs> Cannot do that. Now you're just looking like an idiot. You can't yeah. do that. But now, who knows? Maybe he'll go to Eagle FC and get paid. Mm. Um, Are they getting paid though over there? From what I hear, um, Some? they're getting paid pretty well. Mm. Like there's guys that um that I know personally that are that are fighting over there, and they 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 getting paid a pretty penny. You making the change? The transfer? Um, no, <laughs> no, 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 not yet. No, not yet. Not yet. But for me, it's it's about the bread for me though. So of course. And it's also about opportunity, you know. So, mm. um, I think the UFC is probably the best company when it comes to that. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Um, but now another UFC heavyweight has been released. Did you see who? Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy has been released. Is your water or mine? From the UFC, that is my water. You need water. I do. What do we think about Greg Hardy? I mean, um, we've seen him take. I feel like we've seen so many fights of his where he like does well, wins a fight, gets a finish or whatever, and then the next fight he's just the fans ruining were himself. Fans came down on him hard, man. When he lost, you know, everybody was saying, "Why is he still in the UFC?" People really dislike that guy. Yeah, they don't like him at all. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why. Well, I, I know why, but it's like, damn, like years later, mm. like the people just hate him. And may, may I've never really heard him speak much just like hearing their little sound bites so i don't really know much about his personality but is it something else that makes people hate him so much i think it's just the fact that or is it just that he beat up his, his yeah his that, back that whole situation uh i think that he's just like you know people think he's like a cocky arrogant i guess guy like super ego person um I mean, he's just always com- com- like super confident. Like he'll even when he loses a fight, he lost to Tai Tuivasa, where he, where he almost knocked Tai out and then got knocked out himself. But as he, a fighter, what do you what do you expect fighters to be? That's the thing. Like people don't expect fighters to be confident. confident? I mean, would you? It's it's how, like how he says it though, because like the, the thing with Tai, he was like, "Oh, the only reason why Tai won is because I let him win that fight." Or like basically, oh, yeah. he's like, yeah. you know, yeah, he's like, he's like. I was gonna win that fight, you know. I almost had him knocked out, and then I I made a stupid mistake and let him win, like basically like that. Uh, Kamora said his athleticism lets him beat the low level heavyweights, but he's not technical enough for the good guys. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember. I remember one time, I was at I was uh, I was a white belt at the time, and you know, you ever know like it's just culturally, I guess culturally people are different, you know. And for me, this. You ever miss, meet someone who's just like super sarcastic and like everything's a joke, like everything. And so it's like over like everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and it's like, bro, calm down. Like some things are serious. It's like not even if it's serious. It's just like we're not sarcastic right now. It's like <laughs> like it's funny sometimes, but like all the fucking time. You mess somebody like that. Like mm. just all like everything. And it's like, fuck, man. Like you're annoying. Jesus Christ, you're annoying. <laughs> right. 
And for me, when I first came to America, right, that was like, I met a guy like that for the first time when I was never really, I never really knew anybody like that, you know? And so his humor was a little different. And I remember him saying, he, we were in jiu-jitsu, I was a white belt. I think he was like, he was like the only purple belt in like our our class, the the that level class that we used to do, that he used to come to. And um, he was a smaller guy. And he was like, yo, I hate these interviews. All these guys are so, we we're talking about MMA. He's like, all these guys are so cocky and so arrogant and so like, you know, confident. You know what would be awesome? You know what I think that would be sick? If someone just goes in there and just like, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I, I think this guy is sick. I'm scared to death. I think this guy is going to fucking, going to kill me, you know? And like, just like, he said, that would be the best thing ever to hear someone just say that and just go in there and just and gets the win. And like everybody was like, "Yeah, I'll be sick." And I was just sitting there, I was so confused. I'm like, "But no, none of those people were fighters. Mm. None of them had intentions of fighting. Right? I was the only person that had intent on mm. fighting, and I wanted to fight. I was actively looking to become a fighter, right? And and you know what made me different from those guys? Those guys ended up being the guys on Twitter. Hmm. You know, maybe they did jujitsu, then they stopped or whatever, and then like you know, maybe they could still do jujitsu today. They're good grapplers and shit. But it was like none of them became fighters. So I feel like that mindset is like, yeah, you like that because you're, you're not of that caliber. You know what I mean? You're not, you're, you don't, you're not a fighter. So like you, you, you can't appreciate to see someone confident and say like, yo, believe in themselves. When you see someone believe in themselves sometimes, I feel like people just, they just eager to tear a person down. Mm. Oh no, nah, he's too arrogant. He's especially if you're black. Nah, mm. you're too confident. Nah, bro. Too confident. Nope. Like so weird to me. That's like the cult, and that's the culture of America. Hate to say it. That's like that's just what it is. It's weird. Look at Russia. Russia gets behind their fighters. Every single fighter. True. Doesn't matter. This yeah. dude would be shit. You go to his Instagram. Fucking millions of followers. <laughs> right. True. And everybody supports this dude. Right. America is so divided within itself. Any country that you're from, your country's gonna rock with you. America's the only country where it's like, oh, this guy. Who the fuck he think he is? Oh, I hate this guy. Like, why do you hate this guy? What makes you at home on your couch hate this guy that you don't know? A moment in a snippet that you heard him say something you didn't like? Like, you hate him, but you don't know him. That's just so weird to me. That was just the weirdest thing. Rant's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just odd to me, man. This is odd. But that is America, like you said. Yeah, it's so odd. That is. And it's not even like a bash to any Amer- like America or anything like that. It's just a something I just it was just always it's been an observation. Weird. It's just weird to me. Mm. It's so weird. That moment when he said that, I was just everyone's laughing, like, oh, that would have been sick. And I'm like, why would you want that? That's kind of that's I was just confused. Like, huh? Like, why? Like, like honestly, genuinely just like, huh? Like, why? I just that's kind of <laughs> odd. And he was like, yo, no, it was so funny to him. Like, I'm like, all right, I guess. I guess that's funny, yeah. <laughs> uh, Wadi said, if you put it into perspective, he got by Ty Sergey. He could have easily found his way back up. People still like to see him fight. What? Yeah, I watch him fight. Oh, I don't care party, what he yeah. does in his spare time. His life. You know what I mean? I'm not invested in his life. I like his, his uh, fighting ability, you know? Mm. If I like him as a person, then I tune in. If I don't like him as a person, then I just maybe won't subscribe to like his daily shit. Like I won't follow him on his socials. I won't any when he fights. If I like the way he fight, I'm always gonna tune in. Mm. But I'm not gonna go out my way to like fucking break this person's character down. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nakmoy said he had a huge hole in his game, which is to be expected with such a rushed pro career, but it still seems like he showed no effort to fix it. 
True. He did it. His grappling was fucking horrible. Yeah, he was, once he got down, you could tell he was. Uh, <laughs> that, was in his bad. last fight with Sergey Spivak, <laughs> that was like he's like, yeah, that was not good at all. What, what does he do? We see him at Eagle FC. Oh, uh, actually, yeah, I didn't think of that. That's probably where we do see him. Yeah, I think that's true. I didn't think of that at all because you know they'd pick him up for sure. What do we think about Kevin Lido? Oh, I forgot about that fight. I mean, that was kind of wild. <laughs> Apparently, he blew his knee out again. I saw that first kick. That's fucked up. Yeah, if that's uh. true, that's I. I genuinely feel bad for Kevin. And Lee. he's young though to be blowing out a knee like that. Yeah, he two. He had two already. already. Yeah, that's it's fucked saying. up. That's, that's so tough. fucked up. Man, that's not cool. But I mean, whatever. Um, some more news: Rob Font versus Cheeto Vera headline UFC Fight Night on April thirtieth. That's a good one. And I think, I don't know. I think Rob Font. But those quick side note. Okay. Um, Chris, what is Chris saying? So, I'm uh, sorry. Real quick, real quick, because it, it brought. I read it and it brought me to something. I'll, he said, it brought me to a moment in that same room with that with those same dudes coming up as a white belt. Some someone they said something to me one time and I was just like, wow, damn. All right. He said, not lying. It's crazy how many athletes get shit on for being confident. Every white dad in America hated Cam Newton's guts when he was playing good and being himself. Yeah, that's 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 the world of America, right? But that reminded me of something where it was like, I remember in that same room, jujitsu coming up, right? I was a white belt at the time, and my I've always been this kind of person. Like, if I want to do something. I'm going to set up a plan and I'm just going to do it no matter what, how far out of reach it is for me whatever. If I don't have the resources or whatever, whatever it is, I'm going to try to make it happen mm. and try my best. Right. And I'm going to give it my all. I'm not going to half ass it. I'm going to give it everything the fuck I got. Right. That's just me. That's just who I am. And for some reason, when I told everybody, remember, I don't have a, I didn't have this crazy wrestling background. Like a lot of these dudes, I was a white belt doing learning jujitsu and in that world, they don't respect boxing. I was a boxer, you know what I mean? I was a two-time Golden Glove champion, you know what I'm saying? Like, they didn't they didn't understand my world of where I came from, right? So when I told them I wanted to do MMA, and I was just there, none of them knew that I boxed. I was just grappling every day with them. I was like this little skinny athletic kid, right? Hmm. And But I never wrestled. I didn't do nothing. And in, everyone, I said, like, yo, I, I'm coming here because I want to learn. I want to be a fighter. I want to be a UFC fighter. And for some reason, when you tell people shit like that, they hate that man. They like, they just don't like it. I'm like, yo, like, why? Why do you not? You know what I'm saying? They they kind of look at you like, <laughs> another one, another one of these dudes. <laughs> and I, and I get it, maybe because there's a lot of people that come in that claim that, and then they just fucking whatever. You know, they're not about it. But I was about that shit, right? right. I really was about that. Shit. Yeah, I had a whole yeah. plan. I wrote it down. That I wrote down the year I was gonna get to the UFC. Everything, right? I made it to the UFC a year earlier, right? Oh, but that. I I had a whole thing in my wallet written down, and I remember. There was this blue belt that I used to always roll with. I used to just always go in because he used to give me a lot of trouble. Right. And I was one of those white belts that was super spastic and fucking just using mad athleticism and just fucking just doing shit. Right. Right. And um I had a lot of potential. People, you know, the coaches liked it, you know. And so I used to always try to roll with like the higher belts and shit like that. And I tried to roll with the white with a blue with a blue belt, right? I remember me and him used to always roll. We always always get these rolls. And one day I told him and I was like, Yeah, you know, um, I want to be a fighter so you know i'm like i'm that's why i come somewhere i think he asked me why are you always here so early i was <laughs> there i used to do i used to go in between classes I, when i went to tci mm. in the morning i used to go early before class and then in between classes i had a break like 
my classes were scheduled like mad far apart, I'd go, I'd clean the mats because they let me train there for free if I clean the mats, right? So I'd clean the mats and then I'd train again. And then I train and then I'd leave, go back to class, and then after class, before I go home, I train one more time. So I'll train in three times a day. Damn. Just straight jujitsu. And dude was like, yo, why do you train so much, bro? Like, why you and I was like, I told him I want to be a fighter. Right. And he was like, <laughs> and he's like, huh, you? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, huh, good luck with that. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what was that? I didn't even th- but that's just like Passive aggressive shit that people do, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that's just weird shit that people do all the time, um, especially me being just this this young black kid that's just like you know, from I'm from fucking I'm from way Jamaica Queens, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I'm in the city with all these fucking like True. rich white kids who like can afford to pay for jujitsu and shit, you know right. what I mean? And they used to wrestle and all this shit, and like it's just the arrogance, like it's always just weird arrogance. And I and I had to, I just took it on the chin, mm-hmm. I just took it on the chin, whatever, and. Fast forward, make it to the UFC, all that, do my thing, right? Years later, here I am still doing my thing. And I seen a dude at an event. He was refing an event in, in Madison Square Garden. Um, and I was fighting in Madison Square Garden. I think I fought Mickey Gall. He was not refing. He was like an officiating. Like he worked for like the uh, like the state commission or oh, something. Okay, he was yeah. doing some shit. Um, and when he saw me, he was like, he was like, dude. He was like, you are amazing. He was like, you are amazing. He was like, he was just shocked. He just couldn't believe it. And then he was just like, you told me everything that you were going to do, you know, and, and and it's not done yet. And I, I still, and like, you did it. You did everything. So you did it. And he was just like, out of his, like, he just, just beside himself. Like, oh my God. Like, I can't <laughs> believe, bro. You like, like you're amazing. Like he kept saying, like over and over, he kept saying, "You are, you're amazing." And I was just like, I was just laughing, like, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like, like what you want me to do? Like, I, I'm like, yo, thanks, I guess, right? Thank you. And in my mind, even now, there's nothing. It's not achieved. You know what I'm saying? Is mm, I did that, but that's a part of what I set out to do. Still I'm more. still chasing what I set out to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not done doing what I set out to do. You know what I mean? And. For him, that was like the the most, and that that leads me to believe the way that these people grow up, mm. the way that they were raised, or like the way that it's just they just get fucking, like they just get like this cloud over them or whatever. They just get shut down on whatever dreams or everything that they want to chase. It's, so they project that on everybody else. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Which is like, bro, I've never had that. You know what I'm saying? I've never, well, I, in a sense, I did, but like I was always. I didn't really have no one around me much. So I'm saying, so I was just like free to do whatever the fuck I wanted. So I was just like, yeah, I want to do that. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? So I, I pursued what I wanted to pursue, but I, I, I said all that to say, this is like, stop trying to beat people down and be passive aggressive to motherfuckers that say they want to do something mm. that makes people stay in their shell and make people be afraid to go out and want to say anything or dare to be great. Stop writing shit on the internet from your little fucking burner profiles and being <laughs> scared. You know what I'm saying? Saying sucker shit. Like, just let people be, man. Let people be people, whatever they want to be. You know what I mean? I don't know. I could never, ever in a million fucking years, I don't know what kind of person does this take. Imagine me going on LeBron's DMs and be like, bro, you suck. You're fucking trash. Like, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, who the fuck am I? You know what I'm saying? Like, I would feel like an absolute loser mm. within myself to go and do this. Not that I'm fucking LeBron James, but I'm just saying, any any anybody that's doing something or chasing something, they just happen to be in a public light. What the fuck do I look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I'd look like a fucking just an idiot. And it's like if you if you're doing that, bro, like you gotta take a self a look in the mirror. Like it's sad. They're they're haters. That's the haters. But it's deeper than being hate. It's deeper than being a hater. I, I feel like it's so much deeper than being it a hater. Is. I think they hate themselves. That's what I'm saying. They're jealous. They you know they don't have anything of their life going for them. It's projection and insecurity. But, but it's, Everyone it's is a, it is a level of insecurity, but the entitlement behind it, mm. they don't see it that way. It's a level, level of like, I'm so entitled to feel this way and say whatever. And you know what's crazy? Because, in a, and I hate to turn on America again, <laughs> but again, we have this thing of like, you know, freedom and freedom of speech and like, oh, oh, so aggressive. It's like, no one else thinks like that, bro. That's just people here. And in this world, they just feel like, the standard of the world is America. And like, we have this fucking way of thinking. I was like, bro, no one else thinks like that. Mm. If you get out and just get away from this for a little bit and see how people are every, no matter what, where people look at these third world countries, they're like, Oh, these people are like, Oh, these people are, this is a shithole and that. But if you get out and get to meet the people, fuck being poor or not, like people are not thinking like that. Mm. People are, are like, super supportive of each other, supportive of each other. Great. You have your haters here and there, but mostly in general, People love each other, man, and they're like, fuck, yes, there's crime and there's all a bunch of shit. Yes, if you're in that world, but for 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 most part, people are not the culture is not to break people down. Mm. That's it. Mm. Uh Wadi said mostly all UFC fighters are loved over here. The footballers aren't because it's the nation sport. Everyone is envious of them, so love to hate them. But uh wait. It's like the people who say that you get it easy because you're an athlete, but they don't understand the massive sacrifices taken to put yourself in that position. One hundred percent. I didn't just wake up you're like, oh, you choose chose to be an athlete. You don't just wake up and choose to be an athlete. It don't work like that. You I wish. sacrifice. You know, as people didn't make it. I used to have a saying, me and my boy don't make it than the people who. Yeah, do. more people don't make it than the people who make it. Definitely. Me and my boy used to sit down and talk, right? And he always brings this up to me. He always brings this up to me, man, and. <clears throat> We were coming up together. And I remember, I forgot why I said this to him, but I remember I said it. I think it was one of our friends. Actually, I do remember why I said it to him. One of our friends that started with us. Me, it was the three of us that started it together, right? And when we started, he, um, one of our friends didn't really want to, he didn't really show up. He was good. He had a whole bunch of talent. He was like, he was the, it's three of us. He was the best one out of the three of us. He was very good, right? And he was killing it, but he was always in his head. He was like, he had like, I think he might have had like something going on. You know what I'm saying? But he was like super in his, every little thing could like throw him off or like, he just wasn't mentally strong. You know what I mean? And the dude went to, he fought kickboxing and he fought Master Square Garden. He was a wrestler. He's a super talented wrestler. I've seen him destroy high level credential D1 wrestler. He only wrestled in high school. Damn. He was just a fucking hyperactive dude that just was just, you put him in chokes, he'd be halfway asleep. Like, fucking, you just unchokable. He was always got to see him give black belts ridiculous runs while he was a white belt. The dude mm-hmm. was sick. I wish he continued. Everybody would have knew who he was today. Damn. He would have 100% been a world champion easily. Mm-hmm. He fought kickboxing. He ended up, he made it to the finals in this tournament and fought in, in, in the Hulu Theater in Madison Square oh, Garden. Yeah? And, um, Forgets his mouthpiece, had to borrow somebody's mouthpiece. Like, weird shit like that. Like, he's just fucking goofy and out there, right? Just crazy. And he fell off. And I remember my other boy used to always just trying to get him, always trying to hit him up, right? Always trying to hit him up and, like, call him and be like, yo, come on, bro, checking on him and shit. And I used to check on him from time to time, and it's like, yo, I just gave up. Like, bro, you can't force him to do something that he he doesn't want to do anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And one day I was, he was telling me like, yo, we got to get him. We got to do this. You know, he's depressed. He's that and that and that. And we tried to get him out of the hole. Right. And he never really got out of the hole. You know what I'm saying? He just, he, now he works, he's doing something else, you know, and he's good now, but he's just not on the path of martial arts anymore. Mm. And he, um, I was telling my other friend, I was like, bro, you know what the martial arts journey is? The martial arts journey is like this. It's like, we're climbing, imagine we're climbing a mountain, right? And it's a lot of us climbing a mountain and you're trying to get to the top. We're going, we're going, we're going. We're fucking, people are falling. Sometimes people fall. Sometimes you could catch somebody, help them up. You pull them. There's rocks falling and shit. Something might hit you, but we're all responsible for each other. But sometimes someone's falling, right? If you keep trying to catch that person from falling, you keep trying to get him, you're going to fucking, you're going to fall yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you might have to, you might have to just let them go. You can't just keep trying to catch somebody. You know what I mean? Or you going to fall too. So I remember I told him that. And for some reason, he always brings that up to me. Mm -hmm. Always. But he's like, I always see, every time I talk to him, he's like, yo, I see it like this. Like we're all climbing and someone fell and and people are falling. Because every time he gets like to the point where he's like, oh man, well, I don't know what I want to do if I want to continue or not. He brings that up and he's like, I don't want to feel like I'm I'm one of the guys falling. I was like, bro, you don't have to, as long as you continue in martial arts, you don't have to be a world champion or anything like that, right? Mm. You've won if you've continued because martial arts is not only about just being a world champion and competing. You know what I'm saying? Martial arts is about, is it, it can Some change form. your life in general. It's right. just about, it's just healthy. It's just good for you to do, you know? And, and I was just, and he just, I don't know why I brought that up. I don't know what my point of bringing <laughs> that up. But I'm just saying, that's, that. I don't even know why, why how the fuck I got here. I don't know how I got here, but this, that's, that was the point. You know what I mean? That he, he was bringing, he just, he just brought it up to me. And I was just saying like, yo, that's martial arts. I don't even know how the fuck I got and here. And our camera went out. Our camera went out, right? I'm just fucking ranting about He's what the fuck trying to cue you. I know, you were trying to cue me for the longest. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. Wait, Phil, what was the last news you dropped? I'm just oh, yeah. fucking going. The last. <laughs> it was that Rob, that was Rob Font versus uh, Cheeto Vera, and, then, <laughs> and that's where we. That's what sparked. That's what started it off. What what so the fuck sent me into that? Sent me into that just now. Well, you were talking about know, um, good. like fans being. Uh, yeah, it was annoying it was good, and though. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's baked, so he's like, Phil <laughs> <laughs> is high, right? Phil's right? high as shit. Like, oh man, this is crazy. This is a great story. <laughs> it, I know. I seriously was. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just sitting there enjoying it. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. Yeah, everyone, no, everyone's saying they enjoyed it. They liked it. No, when, everyone's saying they really liked it. When chat is that quiet, they either yeah, listen seriously. or they tuned out. <laughs> they listen in or they're like, oh, I can go Randy again. And they yeah. just walked out like, oh, fuck. It's true, you like Kanye now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, you like Kanye. Like, yo, what the fuck is Randy talking about? <laughs> Fucking mountains and shit. And rocks falling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. That was like your uh, third one in a row. <laughs> Moral of the story is people are fucking dicks. Yeah. Do what you want to do, man. Yeah. Don't let nobody stop you from doing what the fuck you want to do. Do what oh, you want to do. Stop Jonkin. listening to these motherfuckers. Jonkin uh-huh. said something <laughs> something about overly sarcastic people in the jujitsu group you were with. Over- <laughs> That's where you started OD long ago. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Uh, oh, man. Uh yeah, you were talking about that rich kid whose parents dropped him off that you beat up. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a while ago too. We beat the shit out of that dude. 
<laughs> we had to. We had to. Uh, we had to. Randy has stories for days. He actually has a really good story he needs to tell on stream one of these days. Just not today. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I won't go into it, but I just want to know what story. Uh, when you got greenlit. Oh, yeah. That Brooklyn. is a great story. That is a great story. I got greenlit in a gym one time when I was younger. <laughs> That's for another time. I'm not. I swear, I'm not going to tell that story now. But I got green lit one time in the gym. I'll tell you our next stream. Phil just has one anime sweat right here. <laughs> like, He's like, I gotta go. I do gotta eat. I'm hungry. Uh, See? Right? I was like, I gotta eat, bro. I gotta eat. No more stories. He worked up this whole hour and a half getting high so he could yeah. eat. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Right, just ruining his high. That's no, no, it. We don't okay. got no more news, right? We do, but we can save it. <laughs> <laughs> we could save it. It's only like four of them. What? Just say them real quick. Bang, bang, well, bang. I'll talk to this last one that we didn't that we didn't speak about. Rob Font versus Cheeto Vera, headlining April thirtieth. What do we think of that one? Hmm? <laughs> I was reading something that that Whitey said. <laughs> Rob Font versus Cheeto Vera, headline UFC fight night April thirtieth. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. I actually wanted to see. I wanted to see. Uh, Maybe Song Yadong could fight the winner of one. That's what I was saying. That's before, good, actually. The winner of this. Yeah, that would be good. But um, I think Rob Font takes that one. Unless Cheeto Vera gets some sort of. Cheeto Vera got the kicks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all he's got. That's long. That's like a legs. heavy boxing style versus a heavy kick kicker, kicker type yeah. style. Uh, uh, Kamara said Song already beat Cheeto. Oh, did he? I don't know. Wow. And people are saying font is a lock for that one. All right. Well, yep. That's it. I'm hungry. I got to eat. That's it. That's it. Uh, uh, hope you enjoyed the show, people. Because <laughs> I definitely did. Oh, Chris Lasso said, yeah, before Cheeto beat O'Malley. That never happened. But that never happened. Yeah. Um, you got excessive on. Oh, yes. Let's go show excessive some love, man. Go raid excessive, and oh, you know who else is here? Angie Overkill. Yeah, I think she just went out. She's doing her show too. Excuse me, she's doing uh, her show too. Are we excessive or Angela Hill? I'm a loyal person, so I say excessive. But I know you and Angie are cool too. Pierre said, "Good show." Thank you, Pierre. Appreciate you. Appreciate we hope you. You enjoyed it. Yeah, no more rants like that. I'm going to chill, no, no, off. Please, I'm a chill off the rants. I'm a ch- that one was crazy. We- I, I even was talking at one point, and I'm like, where the fuck was I going with this? <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm talking, I'm like, where the there fuck? There was like three times There's you had that ending. moment. There's an ending to this, and I'm like, I can't remember. As, I just remember yeah. him bringing this shit up to me, <laughs> and I don't know why why he brought it up to me. As I don't a, know why we're here. Or why you're bringing it up to everybody else. I know, but I was just, you know. As I'm just sitting here smiling, like staring at you. Just like Super high right <laughs> now, you know? <laughs> like Kevin Lee would say, I was just in my bag, bro. <laughs> yeah. Just in my bag. Uh, but no, yeah, everyone says they were enjoying it. So, yo, Wadi says Angela excessive stream during the show to try and take your viewers. He ain't loyal. That's my guy, man. <laughs> no, excessive the guy. boy. But hey, goodbye, everyone. Enjoy your night. <laughs> <laughs>